The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mounts, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and backroads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Happy holidays, everyone. Eric Ryder is with me. I'm in Florida. He's in the studio. And our buddy and faithful correspondent, Matt Shea, is there with him. We are going to have a wonderful show today based on a Christmas theme. All over the country, there are dazzling light display, displays this time of year. Eye poppers, I like to call them. Some of them are drive through affairs. It's really amazing the variety that you see from coast to coast. But today we are going to zoom in on Puget Sound, in and around, because there are so many displays. There's some quite large, some smaller, but equally impressive in their way. And wouldn't you know, Matt Shea, who is an intrepid correspondent, he really deserves that term, got in his car and he toured some of these. He's going to tell us what he found. Can't wait. It's holiday time on Trip Talk. We will be right back after this. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to Trip Talk. Matt Shea is a developing author. He's always developing something, this guy, having published nine books. Matt is greatly inspired by the writings and the performances of Andy Griffith, and he focuses on the common folk of which small towns are made. Matt Shea, you're in the studio. You made the drive-in. Bless you for that. We're glad to have you with us. Merry Christmas, Gary. We certainly oh, know Christmas time in the Pacific Northwest. And I've got to open up with the fantasy lights at Spanaway Park. This is the largest one in the area by virtue of being a car ride over two miles long within the park. It's unbelievable. Now, we're talking about nearly 300 elaborate displays there. I believe it's south of Tacoma. Is that in Spanaway, Washington? It is on the boundary line of Spanaway, Washington. And all the shops have Spanaway on it. Technically, I think it is just outside because of the welcome sign, but basically two are the same. And all you have to do is drive down Pacific until you hit 152nd, and right there you see the park in front of you. You take a right there, you are heading west, and it opens up in front of you. You can't miss it. The lights really guide you to it. This is going to be especially pertinent to our listeners in the Puget Sound area, but They'll open up the doors to uh, visitors from all over. If you don't make it this Christmas, think about next year. I wanted to uh, mention also that some of these displays, and I think Fantasy Lights is one of them, Matt, remain open even after Christmas Day to about New Year's? Yes, they do. According to this, they are open until the 3rd of January. And uh, okay. at that point... It's greatly reduced in price, only $10 to get in. So you see these long lines. Don't be discouraged. Well, after Christmas, you get in for half price, and I think it only gets better. <laughs> so Bloomingdale's isn't the only place that knows how to lower prices after Christmas. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> 
you know, I, I have to appreciate you on air for this, Matt Shea, because when I talked about this idea, I thought I would pitch it your way. You caught it, but I figured you'd collect some information and we would just go from there. But no, that's not good enough for Matt. You are so thoroughgoing in your approach that you jumped in your car and you went to various of these displays, some very well known, others a bit less so, but all of them spectacular in their own way. And I appreciate you for that. You're actually willing to get in the car and have the experience and then tell the rest of us about it. You're sending a kid to a candy store and all the candy you want. I can't thank you enough for this. If you call 253-798-4199, you could get better details on how to get tickets for this event. And the reason why is we are obeying the rules with the virus. So they're having the safe distancing, but that doesn't stop things. And so they like to have people order online so they could pick a time to actually be there and pace it out accordingly with our state law. It's working out perfectly. Everybody's having an awful lot of fun with this. I am so glad to hear that and envious. Let's talk a bit about Fantasy Lights. You made the drive there. What did you experience and did you get to talk to anybody who puts on this display? I certainly did. It reminds me of many years ago when I first set foot in Disneyland, the original one. I heard Jimmy Cricket sing, When You Wish Upon a Star, and I cried in public. It hit me so hard. Here I heard Sleigh Ride, and I got to talk to the staff because they were just closing up for the night, but they left the lights on, and I got to tour it a bit, and I just loved it. Just upon entering, there is your Never Never Land. You're greeted. The hoops that the cars drive through including one that proves that reindeer can fly. You have reindeer flying over your car as you go through. And then you turn on a music station of your choice. We have 24-hour Christmas music here in Seattle. You just can't lose. You have your thermos. You're with the family. It goes on and on. And one of which is I got a kick out of seeing Santa and Rudolph on a sailing boat because we are going parallel with Spanaway Lake. Beautiful. Well, good. Let them vacation a bit, because they're going to have a busy night coming up. They definitely are. I have the impression, Matt, that people decorate their houses in anticipation of this event naturally, but that there's a sense of wanting to outdo each other with creativity and innovation. Oh, definitely. Well, we see the TV shows on that. But people... It's this beautiful neighborhood where the more the merrier. And so on your way there, you are getting quite a bit of fantasy lights just waiting in line, looking at the other homes and so forth, as we could say that about any American community. But getting back to this one, it seems that every year they outdo themselves. And again, a two-mile ride, driving underneath this displays, having hot cocoa, your family, take your time, it's worth the wait. And you could still do it after Christmas. That sounds like a wonderful time, a winter wonderland for sure. Fantasy Lights on the border of Tacoma and Spanaway, near Spanaway Lake. Look into it. You can Google Fantasy Lights Tacoma. I think that will be just fine to steer you where you need to go in order to take advantage of this beautiful display. 
And there are others around the area. If Tacoma there in South Sound is a bit distant from where you live, you can make the track, of course, or you can look for something closer to home. But before we start going too far afield, I have to give some major props to the folks at Point Defiance Zoo and Aquarium. I have been there, but not during this holiday, this season event. I've been there in summertime. I love Point Defiance. What a gorgeous place. Excellent zoo, beautiful aquarium, but it becomes something special, something magical this time of year. Gary, they are on their 33rd year of having the zoo lights, and they have over 700,000 light bulbs, Christmas lights, to back it up. It is just incredible. And again, you buy your tickets online so that systematically we are coinciding with the state law, and everybody is happy and you better believe they have hot cocoa and candy canes there. And I'm two for two. I had no idea that Santa was going to follow me from being at the <laughs> first one and then following me at the zoo lights. Uh, he, he knows what's going on. Yes, now that does not qualify as stalking. He has a, an exemption. He can follow you wherever he wants to, man. <laughs> Point defiance I wanted to take a few moments to talk about the setting of it and all that they have to offer. Now, keep in mind that I have not been to Point Defiance for, I, it would be over 15 years, but they're constantly developing it. They have a brain trust there. It's such a well-regarded place. What sorts of artistic representations did you see this time around? Well, I had the good fortune of talking to someone who is a member of the staff. And they say it is the same thing that I've seen every year, which I like very much, with some additions to it. And one of which is their tunnel of lights has now increased to 117 feet. And you get lost in that thing. You don't want to come out of it. We have the galloping girdies, two of them, two narrow bridges. They have that going over a green waterway of lights. They have a 23-foot Mount Rainier in its glory. Beautiful. And... They kind of hint that they want you to do what you can to find the elusive Sasquatch. They have one in this display somewhere, but you got to find it. They have a Pacific octopus that has over 24,000 lights, and they openly say it took a five-man crew all day to put that one up because that's their favorite one. It's unbelievable. They also have a green and purple flame tree that has over 30,000 lights to it. Just beautiful. There's always emotion, and this is not level ground. It has the park effect, the rolling hills, the wide paths, and the beautiful lights go to the contour, and so often you're walking through a tunnel of lights. Just beautiful. Everybody's happy, and everybody's wearing their masks. And this, too, I believe, extends past just past New Year's, so that those who don't make it by Christmas can actually go the week following. Is that correct? That is very correct, because I have made several attempts the past week, but half the fun is getting there. The neighborhoods are so beautiful. And then I made my move when I had the best opening. And so it's win-win, any excuse to keep going back. And after December 25th, I plan on hitting each and every one of them again because I know some special people who would love it as much as you and I do. That speaks so well for the creative folks in Pierce County. And here we have two magnificent displays. Why not enjoy both? 
worth the trip. And if you're in the locale, lucky you. That would be a wonderful experience. I'll tell you what, Matt, let's go ahead and head north a bit because you talk about zoos, one of my favorite zoos in the world. And I've been to quite a few of them. Certainly in North America, this one ranks among those that most impress, and that would be Woodland Park Zoo. And I guess they have an annual event. Here again, I haven't been there at Christmas time. I was remiss. I go there in spring and summer, early fall, but come Christmas time, they have their own way of doing things. It's called Wild Lanterns. And if you call 206 548 2500, they'll give you all the information you need. It's off of 5500 Finney Avenue North, Seattle. And again, it's a tradition. Now, when I went there, it was daylight, and it was nice because, yes, I could have ordered online, but I was able to buy at the front gate. It is so beautiful because those displays, when you see them in the daylight, they're equally beautiful. They're illuminated in a different way just from the material they're made out of. But here's the catch. I got to see elephants. I got to see a hippopotamus. I got to see the lions. I'm seeing all these children just marveling at a large crab on a seabed, just beautifully illuminated by the sunlight. And then they get excited and they're pointing at coyotes walking in their cages looking back. You got the best of both worlds. And by the way, they have at least two concession stands that have everything. These are the good ones, the hot pretzels, the donuts, the cider. They have it all. All these benches where you could sit down and take a time out and just enjoy family and have something warm to eat. That just adds to the experience. You sent me some pictures, and thank you for doing so, Matt. When I looked at them, I was gobsmacked because I live two hours from Orlando. I've been to Disney World many, many times. And yet I have to say, despite my very thorough tours of the Animal Kingdom Park there at Disney World, I did not see ceramic, artistic creatures like giraffes, etc. You name it. You mentioned elephants. Yes, all of these animals, even at Animal Kingdom, that were more beautiful. They might have been bigger. There might have been more of them. But they did not look prettier to me than those in the pictures you sent from these various displays, including Woodland Park Zoo. It takes a great deal of artistic talent and dedication to come up with this. And I just felt like they need to be complimented. I hope they understand the degree of artistic expression that they've achieved. Well, what I appreciated is the local TV shows and newspapers were sponsoring a lot of the exhibits. And here they did a fantastic job of the undersea world. They had wells. They had dolphins. They had polar bears on ice. They had the desert. They had the beautiful reptiles from the desert. They had eagles. They had everything imaginable, one tour going to the next, different parts of the world and climates being displayed beautiful. And then, look, you could see the monkey cage. You could see the coyotes. You could go in and look at the various tropical birds from all over the world. You're getting a two-in-one, and the kids were just crazy. They were constantly pointing and drawing each other's attention at this display and that. Whether we're talking about Woodland Park Zoo or Point Defiance Zoo and Aquarium, 
how is it interacting with the docents? Because they have a regular job there. The animals are well cared for. People come to see them and they blend in this extravaganza of lights. That's an experience that I wish I'd had when I lived there. But how does it seem to you? Is there a lot of interaction and in a sense of achieving a kind of kaleidoscopic effect where you've got the live animals and all of these lights for the sake of Christmas art? Yes, it does. My former wife had a convenience store, and they loved Halloween. They would dress up for it. They would dress up for Christmas. So they're doing the same thing. They are living the festive holiday while they are living the cause. So they don't miss a beat. They're just putting more frosting on the cake. Everybody is having a lot of fun there, especially the employees, and I think the animals are having the best time, they and the children. Well, there are a lot of sparkling objects around to attract their attention, aren't there? <laughs> I can well imagine. That is excellent. So there's there's Fantasy Lights located just south of Tacoma, Point Defiant Zoo and Aquarium. Every year they put on a, a, a display that appears to bring in what they have had, honoring the past, the tradition, and then adding on to it. That's a great idea. Woodland Park Zoo annual event with all of its artistry. Very impressive. There is one place I never even heard of, Matt, and I lived in the Seattle area for over 20 years, and yet somehow or another, I never heard of Warm Beach. Now I'm thinking, okay, Puget Sound, yeah, cold Pacific, no Warm Beach. Apparently there's a neighborhood drive-through Christmas lights display called the Lights of Christmas. Never heard of it, but I'll bet you're about to tell us. Gary, you and I have been going back and forth recently and we kept mentioning warm beach warm we've got to there's something this is a calling first of all warm beach is just that it is a beautiful shallow shoreline where because of the rocks and the sand and the sunlight when the tide comes in it's not deep it is now warm water perfect for swimming to swim in Warm salt water in the Puget Sound, that's unheard of. Yes. But it's a very accurate name for that. But there's far more than that. Warm Beach is basically a four-square-mile community that evolves around non-profit, especially ministry. They have the ministry at Warm Beach Camp and Conference where they have the lights of Christmas. And what happened was, I believe, in 1996... This community thought that during the slow part of the year that they would just bring people in. And so they used that area with Christmas lights, and my gosh, did they come in. Now, this is a place that is concerned with rehabilitation, youth programs. This is a place that makes sure that seniors have good housing. It's that type of land of humanity. Well, when they saw that people knew to go there, they wisely went to Tennessee to see their parks in the light. The lights in the park, excuse me. They came back with ideas. They now have over one million lights in this display. Oh, wow. They have had over one million people travel through in recent years. You can even have your children write letters to Santa Claus and they will mail it because Santa and Mrs. Claus are there. And trust me, I saw them. But here are some other things. I have never heard of Bruce the Spruce. 
but I've read about him, and he is one tremendous radio personality out there. They have you tune in to 1700 AM, and there he is with his Christmas music. And I guess the families love him. The teenagers are crazy about him. They also have a little display stand where you could buy some gifts, but you got to show up early because the Bruce the Spruce ornaments are known to sell out quick. We got to find out about this guy. Oh, I think we do, especially since I never heard of any of this before. Warm Beach, let's be clear for our listeners, where can they be found? Is this South Sound, Central, North? Okay, this is off of Marine Drive. And if you call the city of Stanwood, in fact, to call 360-652-7575 or 1-800-228-6724, they will give you all the information. But again, we're coinciding with the state regulation. So they'd like you to buy your tickets in advance so that systematically you could be allowed to enter, and they admit that this show only lasts maybe 20, 25 minutes. But there's even more to it, Gary. Are you ready? Yes. They have got at least six different hotels and cabins where you could stay the night. These are packages that include entering the park, your parking, and one heck of a nice warm breakfast in the morning. What a way to take your family out for a little Christmas getaway and to see this. Unbelievable. I don't think I could say it better myself. Absolutely true. And when we're talking about Stanwood and Marysville, I always think of them as sister cities, really kind of twin cities in a way. You're talking about an area north of Everett, which is north of Seattle. And it sounds like it's sure worth the trip. Lay it out for us a bit more, Matt, in terms of Stanwood, what they offer, and Marysville as well. These are, these are classic, old-fashioned towns, very folksy in a rural section. I mean, they have their share of development, of course, but there's a rural country Christmas-type quality to both these places. That's exactly what they are. And when you see these classic TV commercials showing a true American Christmas the lights lit up with lights that have probably been generations upon generations on that house. That's what they have there. They are neighboring towns, and it's country messed with country. Now, Marysville has what's known as holiday lights in Marysville. And what it is is if you look up marysville.org on the Internet, they show you the map. The last count, they were up to 75 locations that want you to look at their display, businesses, homes, and they have seven different categories you can vote on. You can vote which ones you like. And so while we're driving through the beautiful town that I just moved into, and you follow this map, and if you take a wrong turn, it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a wrong turn with Christmas lights. They are everywhere, and the parks have it too. What a night. I spent one night doing that with a friend, and we had our cider, and we are listening to Bing Cosby and everything. We were out all night. I traveled something like seven miles altogether. We were taking it all in, looking this. It's just right there. And I think most towns can lay claim to that. They can, particularly when they have 
a community spirit around Christmas time, and they they imagine this and then reimagine it as time goes on. I've seen these displays evolve as well. You might expect. I grew up in Orange County, seven miles from Disneyland, and yes, Christmas happened there to the surprise of no one. But I remember one family about uh, roughly 10 miles from where I live, the Jollies. Yes, that was their name, the Jollies. And they had a holly jolly Christmas going with a magnificent display for the mid 1960s. I am a boomer. And I recall driving there and I even forgot momentarily that I was missing my favorite TV show back in Christmas time, 1964, the Adams family. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I had to get, I mean, it was, I had to wait for the rerun to, to have a chance to see it, but we went to the, by the Jollies house and there was a parade of cars going by. This was one house in a neighborhood and they lit up the whole neighborhood with their display, which was very sophisticated for being back in the day. I have to give them credit even now. And here it's wonderful to see these towns deciding that they will have a theme and inviting people in among all the other things. And we know that Christmas is accused of being too commercial. But if people are giving you a warm welcome as you enter their city at Christmas time, it makes for memories that you will not forget because of the, the spirit of the season and the way that people want you to come and find out who they are. Clearly. And in Marysville, from five o'clock in the evening till nine, you're expected to be out there looking at everything. It's wide open. It's for everyone. And this is, they have at least one tour where you have the, the radio station and you go, this is like those audio tours where you can stay in your car and go around national parks and monuments will do this. And they picked up on that so that you have this contained experience that expands through your windshield, it seems. Exactly. But it's not quite a GPS thing. You have the map presented on the internet. So you call it. You want to go this way, that way, or you could be looking at something and look it up and there it is. But it is so much fun and you're seeing a lot of smiles, even though we got the mask on and people are waving. It's just a beautiful place to be. Thank you so much for giving us a little Christmas time theater of the mind, Matt Shea. We always love having you on the show. I wish you the happiest of holidays, and we will get together again early in the new year. Oh, I love that, Gary. And your show, it's the best. I love it. And hey, here's to KKNW. Don't they do great stuff? Absolutely true. Thank you, Matt Shea. We will be right back after a word about Alert Drops. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America. And Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks. They end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, Alert Drops will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get Alert Drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. 
Seasons, greetings, and happy holidays from all of us at American Road Magazine. Until next week, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. <laughs>